All right, perfect. So, um, hi, this is going to be our first episode of Dig Deeper. I'm joined by Jaquan Henderson, the bear from Fort Valley State University. Um, nice to meet you. First of all, congratulations, obviously. Thank you. I think it's a very big deal that you're part of this movement. Um, we're joined by Melina. She's going to co-host this. Hello. And we're just going to get right into it. First of all, I just want to, I think this is always the biggest question. Let's talk about your background with volleyball. Like, what led up to this point? Okay, um, so starting out, I've been playing volleyball for probably around, like, five years. Um, when I was probably around the age of 13, 12, what happened for me was, it's like, I used to do track a lot. Like, I was heavily recruited in doing track. But for me, it was like I was getting so many injuries with it that it was kind of like I kind of lost my love for that sport. So for me, it was kind of like, oh, like I want to try something different. And my mom brought up the point of playing volleyball, even though it was kind of like weird. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should play this. I tried it out for like my middle school and it just felt right. Like I, I don't, it just felt right to me. So once like my eighth grade year came, it was just like, okay, like this is good. Like we're going to like championships for our middle school and everything. Um, this club coach for Mojo came up to me in like Florida and was like, hey, like you should come play um, club volleyball for us. And that's how I started. And ever since then, I've loved the sport. Like, I've just been playing high level, traveling with it, and like a second, like, second love for me. How do you think that transition was? What was it like? Because uh, two very fast paced sports, how do you think that helped you get through it? Um, I think for me, it was kind of like playing, well, doing track. It was like, you know, every the crowd is in your face. You know, it's like, it was, I think the biggest transition for me was like it being like kind of like an individual thing to like a team oriented thing. And for me, I'm a, I'm a big person on, like, I like a lot of variables in my sports. I don't like it just being, like, you know, simple and doing stuff like that. So for me, it was kind of like, okay, like, I need to transition my mind into something different. And I like to being able to think and everything. So kind of just going from that and just learning, like, you know, the courts and everything. I just love learning different things. And I feel like with volleyball, it's like you're always learning from it. You're not, like, it's never going to be a stagnant thing. And that's what I think track was kind of, like, making me feel like it was just stagnant. It was the same thing over and over. That is amazing. I do actually, one question I do have is that because um, a lot of kids, younger kids don't really notice this. They just think divisions, D1, D2, dream schools. What was the conversation like with the coach? What really hooked you to Fort Valley? So for me, I was actually verbally committed to Kentucky State, another um, HBCU. And obviously I was talking to a lot of other schools, PWIs and um, programs that were already established so for me it was kind of like you know the coach had left from the school I was committed to so it was kind of like you know talking to them I told them you know what I wanted from men and they were I basically wanted you know a school where I feel like I was in the majority I wanted to be a part of something bigger I definitely wanted to be a part of a program that was just now starting and not an established one because you know it's higher expectations and everything like that and with me only having a little bit of experience being libero it's kind of like I definitely wanted to get into my groove of it before I go into these big leagues and stuff so talking to him, it was like, you know, he was all about creating a legacy, creating a dynasty, making history, you know, being the underdog and just going in and upsetting some teams, you know, that, you know, are thinking like, okay, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to be anything special. So talking to him a lot about that, it was just like, he was very motivated. Like he, there was not one time I felt like he was being unconfident or anything like that. He was just very confident in what he wanted to do with this program and what he wanted out of it. So that was kind of my vision of going into it. I do have a question for you for that. Um, like you said, the coach was very confident and knew what he wanted 
And that will definitely attract you to their program and to their school and where you fit. And um, so hearing that, what do you want, like personally, what do you want out of it? And what do you want to accomplish while you're there and for the HBCU community, really? What I personally want to accomplish for me is that I want to be able to, you know, have that one person, that one kid, that one black kid growing up like, hey, I don't have to just play basketball. Oh, I don't have to just do football or track or anything. You know, I could go into the sport that's dominated by, you know, majority and, you know, just play something different, like do something different because I didn't have that growing up. You know, I only know a few black players that I used to look at watching college volleyball or men's volleyball internationally. And I never saw anyone that looked like me. So it was crazy for me. It was kind of like, you know, I want to be able to be like, okay, like volleyball should be a majority sport. You know, it's always growing. I think it's the fastest growing sport right now in high school. So for us, it's like, you know, being able to like, you know, kind of recruit and just like put yourself out there, you know? So I just want to go in and just, you know, come in like, okay, like let's win our conference. You know, let's go big. You know, I, I really hope by the, probably my last year that we make the NCAA conference. Like that's my biggest goal for me. So we can have that coverage for people to be like, oh my gosh, like this is someone that looks like me doing it on a big screen, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that does bring up another question I have. And um, just like uh, USA Volleyball, the pipeline, all that, there's always some type of like pride to be involved. What's like, how does it feel to be part of like spearheading such a movement? Because this is very big in the volleyball community. And I want you to like express how you feel about that. I think for me, it's just kind of just like, it was like very, I didn't believe it at first, but like kind of just going into my first practices, doing my workouts and, you know, watching our girls teams play and just talking to other players, you know, within the HBCU communities and, uh, the, and our conference, it's kind of like, wow, like this is something that's like very shocking. You know, I, I don't, I don't think it still has hit me yet. I think it's probably going to hit me once we have our first match because, you know, this is history. Like, you know, that's one thing he kept talking about. And it, you know, for me, it's kind of just like, you know, just living in the moment, like, you know, not really thinking about the future, but just being president and because you don't want to just keep thinking like, oh, this is going to be that. And, just, you know, having high expectations of yourself, but like not getting really mad at yourself, you know, if you're not performing well, because we're going to have bad days and stuff like that. But it's kind of going into it with a blank slate and just like, hey, like, this is what I'm here for. I'm going to, you know, perform to my best ability and go 120 percent. I respect that. That's amazing. And Thinking about this now, um, without giving too many details about schedule and all that, how's the team feeling? Like, how's like, how are you guys feeling with the chemistry in the gym? Like, what's the, uh, what's like the mindset going forward? Is everyone bought in? We are very bought in. I think everyone on our team is very much, you know, going in like, hey, we have a purpose. Like, we're going to come in here with our purpose. You know, our team chemistry is very good. We go out a lot with each other. You know, we play a lot of spike ball. I don't know if you guys know that, but um. We just, you know, we're just having fun. You know, we kind of just have team meetings with each other all the time and we hang out and we're just like, you know, we told each other what we're here for. And our coaches establish a lot of rules for us, a lot of regulations, you know, we have a lot of acronyms for ourselves and what we need to do. And we're just, we will focus on something different every single day. You know, we focus on sometimes like intensity or we focus on leadership sometimes, you know, this is like things like that. We kind of just focus on and being each other with each other, you know. Um, other than that, we're just we're just ready for the ready for our season. Like we've all been talking about it, we've been working hard in the gym and on and off the court. You know, we're very big on like having stuff like that. Like our coaches for us, we have study hall like three times a week just so we can keep our grades together and, and getting ready for you know because the grades come first, obviously. So other than that, we just been we just ready. 
Awesome. Um, as you said, you know, you're working hard off and on the court. Uh, I found out that you uh, were not always a libero in DS. You were a setter at first. So how did that play in the role of you becoming a libero and getting recruited as a libero? And what was that transition like? And what did that like mentally um, prepare you? How did you mentally prepare? How did you physically prepare for where you are now? I probably will say, like, I think I want to kind of, I guess I could say probably congratulate my coach on that because my first coach, he always, you know, he was like, you're going to play every position regardless of, you know, where you think you want to play. Like, for me, I actually started off as being a right side my first club season and moving into middle, then moving into outside. So it's nothing new for me to switch positions like that. I think I've, I've played every single position except libero up until my 17s years. So that's when I started like that. So I think my mm-hmm. mindset was kind of just like once I started getting a little older, it was kind of like, you know, I'm not really growing like how some of the kids on my team are where they're getting like to be six foot two and six foot three, and six foot five. So it was kind of like, okay, like what is best for me and where do I see myself going far in my role and being like a college athlete? Because I knew talking to a lot of coaches when I was trying to get recruited into younger years, I was talking to a lot of big schools and that was one of the biggest things, you know, what is your doctor telling you how you're going to grow and stuff like that? And, you know, knowing I'm only going to be, you know, under six foot, it was a lot of them were like, you know, you might want to consider your role changing into being, you know, not really front row, but kind of just being back row. So me, it was kind of like, you know, at first it was like, dang, like, you know, I really like these positions and everything. And me, it was kind of like, okay, I can definitely do it. But I think for me be to be healthy and, and injury, you know, less injury free, I kind of wanted to go ahead and just was like, okay, like this is probably the position for me even though my coach is very short and he played um, outside for Ball State University when he was in college, he always told me, you know, this is where I see you have good ball control, you have good passing. And I kind of just wanted to shock myself, you know, like this is something you can do. Add that to another position you can play. So. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, congrats on, you know, just keeping a strong uh, phys- physical and mental um, just appearance. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Melina was definitely taking notes on the transition from setter to other positions. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard. Like, I first, like, you know, because I was never really a setter until my first year of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like, we needed a setter for my, my school program, and we were really good. So that was the only position we needed. And I kind of just like, hey, like, I, I want to be on varsity, so I'll do it. And that's where I started setting. And then, you know, my coaches were – know kind of just looking at me for college and was like you know you should probably end up switching your role into being a more of like a pastor and that's when I was like okay I definitely want to be a libero so yeah that's awesome because a lot of people whenever they're told not like no but at the same time they hey this would be better a lot of them shut down they get irritated they just you know okay this is it for me so that's amazing that you just said all right like I'm just gonna ball out and see where it gets me and so congrats and i feel like for that it's kind of like going back into like loving the sport and just buying in like that's what mm-hmm. I really a lot with my um with my program is like just buying in like you know sacrificing that's what Absolutely. I was like. like you know if you really love the sport it wouldn't matter what position you played you know so exactly that's awesome and uh with this podcast here definitely trying to cover things that aren't usually covered so one thing that i want to cover which is definitely important to any volleyball player who got recruited in the last one to two years how did COVID affect recruiting for you i feel like that's a really big deal that we should always cover 
it affected a lot, really. You know, before COVID had hit, you know, I was playing really, really good volleyball. You know, I was in my, you know, I was in my world just playing, talking to a lot of coaches. You know, my my own dreams before COVID was going to California to play volleyball, and for me, it was kind of like, you know, this is what I wanted to do and everything like that. And then, you know, COVID just hit, and it was kind of like, dang, like it hit my family hard, it hit me hard. You know, at first, I was very terrified of COVID. I was kind of like, you know. I don't want to be out and about. I want to be at home, everything. And it it took a, a big toll on my mental health. Like, I, I will say that, like it did. So for me, it was kind of like, you know, just stepping back and just, you know, getting therapy, you know, talking to people and just kind of just not with being within yourself. And when it came to volleyball, you know, I did take a year or two off. Like, I just didn't want to play. I didn't want to go to club because a lot of my um friends, they were going to club and they were getting, they were getting sick because they were playing COVID. And you know, during Florida times, a lot of the Florida, it was still open. It didn't really close anything. It was kind of just like you still do whatever. And we were one of the only really states that where we could still play club volleyball like that when a lot of the stuff was shut down in different states. So it was, it was very, very hard. I would say that. Understandably enough. And uh, it was just, it was definitely a difficult time for everybody. Uh, I would say uh, one of the craziest things was definitely just how hard it was to connect with coaches afterwards definitely a difficult conversation to have but with that being said i want to talk about what the talk in the gym is like when your coach talks with uh, the team says hey this is what we're about what does your coach say this program is going to be about this program is about just like improvement i'll say like every single day in the gym is always just about improvement you know we know going in that we're you know we're not an established program and we're going to be playing against a lot of teams that have of humendous background and history of what they have done for the volleyball community for the NCAA. So he just wants us to come in and just kind of just ball our hearts out, you know, have fun. Don't, you know, be thinking so analytically, you know, just play. And I think for us, it's kind of like, it just helps us a lot because he could go in with the mindset, like, this is what we need to do. This is the teams that we need to be in this, that, and the third. But is he's very like, kind of like open, like, you know, okay, we can do this, we can do that, but we can't just go in, you know, thinking just because, this is our first year and we got a lot of donations and stuff like that, that we can just go in and say like, we're gonna beat this team, we're gonna do that, we have to work for it. So this first year is all about just improvement, you know, we're just seeing where we're at and then we're and if we do upset some teams, you know, hey, like that's a part of what we're doing. So I think going in, it's kind of like every single practice, we're just aiming to get better at one facet of the game. Like, you know, for me, I'm always thinking about, okay, I can get better at my angles and passing, I can get better at, you know, setting out a system or, you know, just, reading and stuff like that just being loud so focusing on just those little things and those little techniques that kind of just make us better is definitely what's helping us a lot i guess i could say i respect that and this is very much a community podcast really just want to focus on like not really uh focused on a whole wide range of people but really just trying to get give back to the community so from your definitely experienced more uh definitely uh hands-on experience like what's your advice for a young up-and-coming player especially a libero or setter just anything you would give some advice i'd probably say is just don't be discouraged you know kind of just play your heart out don't you know because coaches especially within the club world when it's so money driven you know they want to win and you know don't don't let your coaches just tell you no don't let them sacrifice what you're going on because that happened to me a lot you know play your game and just have fun don't be worried about you know getting recruited so early just because you see those you know those kids that are like six foot seven at the age of 16 you know 
never heavily recruited, just play a hard out because there's plenty of kids I've known that went D1 and playing at big schools and they got recruited their last year of high, I mean, their last year of high school. So just kind of like just staying healthy, keeping your mental health um, a priority, probably the first thing in priority, eating healthy, staying hydrated, you know, doing those stretches that probably feel like, you know, they're like strenuous and you don't want to do them because it will affect you in the long run. So, you know, just be having fun most of the part, like just, just being yourself and just having fun and just taking care of yourself before you take care of anybody else. Is there anything you want to add, Melina? Um, I mean, I think we covered a lot. I love how you said, I mean, the mental health, because that is a big thing, especially right now for anybody, any age, any sport, and especially you coming in this year, knowing that as a freshman playing volleyball, have a lot of pressure on you as an, um, especially having the new program. I think that, you know, I wish you the best. You have sound like you have a good head on your shoulders and I congratulate you again and wish you the best. Thank you. I appreciate that. I definitely would be looking at you guys playing so far. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And obviously, thank you for coming on. It was definitely a blessing to talk with you on this. Uh, I really wish uh, there was uh, more for us to cover since we have such like an amazing thing happening here. And I think you're a great person to talk about this. So we'll definitely be keeping in touch. And hopefully uh, in the near future, um, I won't like give too many details, but we will be interviewing some other players that I think you would love to be a part of. Okay, perfect. Um, I will give one name. We have Jacob from Ohio State. We're gonna have him coming on soon. I think that dynamic will be great, but uh, really, just thank you for coming on today. I understand how tight of a schedule it is, especially with just the change from college to high school. Yeah, definitely. It's, it, it was kicking my butt at first, I'll say that. definitely was. But yeah, that's really much it. Um, Melina, you have anything you want to finish up on, or how do you feel about this? Um, I'm just so thankful that you got to come on. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for opening up... T- to not only us, but the people that are listening and connecting with you. Um, so, yeah, so thanks. Of course, no problem. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. You have a wonderful day. We'll you guys. see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.